You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Oceaga is coming back in full force from July 29th to the 31st at Parc Jean Drapeau, and that means our Oceaga podcast series is coming back, too. All summer long, Sarah and I will be listening to music from every band featured on all three days of Oceaga and sharing some of our favorites with you every two weeks as part of this podcast. Five bands per episode, two episodes per day, and just to make things a little more interesting for ourselves, we stayed away from the headlining bands for each day, uh, even though all those headlining bands are great. Uh, but we just wanted to challenge ourselves and really listen to some music that we haven't really been listening to that much. Uh, if you like the show, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or just about anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show, enjoy the summer, and see you at Oceaga. hear that no people do not want to hear that sarah is uh, very good at podcasting and thinks people want to listen to her eat cheese while we record <laughs> i don't i mean maybe on her only fans ew <laughs> um i only said that because uh-huh. you told me that you need to fix something yeah. and that and i had a little second in between so you just shoved cheese in your mouth yeah wonderful uh there's 38 days until oceaga sarah uh what yeah it is really happening it is it seems to be actually really happening we're uh this week we're at under a thousand hospitalizations of covid for the first time since like february okay but or covid's something. over like, yeah i know but i'm okay but it? like no i'm There's just no sa- mask mandates oh my god yeah i know but i'm saying it's like actually descending like despite the removal of the mask mandates things are going getting better is my point so it's not like one of those like oh covid's over and you're just you're just saying your millennial bullshit sarah it's actually whatever actually coming to an end uh and so we're gonna go to a great big old music festival can't wait can't wait uh have you have you done your shopping for your clothes not at all. Not I haven't at all. even had a second to think. I got a belly chain, but I don't know if I'm going to wear it. <laughs> that was just like an impulse buy. <laughs> Not for Oceaga. But it might be. Uh, so yeah, like you're, we're just a little over four weeks left. Also, I haven't what? seen any music videos or any like people yet that like inspired my clothing choices yet. Yeah, no offense. You can't pull off Bia's look. Yeah. You can't. Sorry. No. I know. Sorry, Sarah. Yeah. Um, like if I like I would obviously be number one, but obviously I can't pull okay. any of her clothes off. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so we're keeping it rolling. We're on part four of our series of six. This is Saturday, part two of our uh, line headliner free music recommendations. So that means we're not talking about ASAP Rocky, Burna Boy, Krangbin, Porter Robinson, or Mitski. So Which is really hard because I had all of those listed. I did all the research, and, and then Keith's like, I "Throw it out." I feel like you've made this joke every time. Um, uh, someone who I wanted to recommend last episode, who I'm not picking as one of my picks, but as a local musician that uh, if she, if she's playing, you should check her out. It's uh, San Ferrafina. She's from uh, a Montreal-based DJ from Moonshine Collective. And if you want to check her out, if you want to get like really good summer vibes. Uh, DJ Mix playlist. Uh, you can listen to check her uh, San Ferrafina live at live at Little Huckleberry Island for Hinter Live on YouTube. Where's Huckleberry? Island? I don't know where Huckleberry Island is, but is it's that like real? I mean, like if you watch the DJ clip of her, like it's like an hour long playlist. Like she's on like a weird little island in the middle of nowhere. So I'm assuming it's Huckleberry Island. It's I think it was something maybe recorded in the pandemic or whatever. Like so, because it's fun. It's like remote. Like she's not with an audience or anything. She's just like oh, like what they were doing, like the other music stuff that we were watching. Like you know that people have no idea what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, well, it's weird that you mention this. Remember this moment, listener, because I will bring it back later. <laughs> Somehow Sarah is like a a podcasting savant yep. and is uh, like putting putting a lead out it's there because I ate some cheese. <laughs> right before <laughs> the worst um <clears throat> yeah so yeah shout out to uh san farafina like she's uh probably going to be early in the day but the whole vibe of saturday is just like a summertime dance party so if you get there early check out san but farafina like, summertime dance party on different at different house parties sure yeah 
or like park parties. Saturday is a, yeah. Or like, like I mean, or like, like, like they're, they're different vibes, but they're all like they're summer, all summer. They're all summertime vibes. Yeah, it's the best. It's um, the best. Saturday was hard for us to pick. Yeah. Narrowed down. We we fought a lot. Yeah, there there's also um, like like I said, we uh, we aren't putting on the episode men i trust because we already had them uh we didn't put on the episode joffroy uh yeah because we already spoke about him yeah but he has like so much more music yeah well now. they everybody does like, i know but it's like, crazy yeah it's there there's a wild number of people that are amazing on saturday anyway yeah. let's kick it off without further ado sarah who are you gonna talk to us about wow that barely I hope, audible i hope that caught uh um. <laughs> Um, it's going to be Ty Verdes, who is a new discovery for me. Mm-hmm. I, will, I have two new discoveries on this one. So two? I thought three. No. I don't think you've heard of... Oh, okay. okay. Two. For, two for sure. One I always forget. Okay. So it's <coughs> kind of three. Yeah. <laughs> so Ty Verdes, uh-huh. get this. He um, went on American Idol and The Voice, and he didn't get in. Yes. I he, like, he like struck out like seven or eight times or yeah. something. Yeah. I was just like, wow, you did this a lot. Mm-hmm. But here's how he got famous, which is amazing. Not how he got famous. Sorry. How he got like startup, startup money. Startup, yeah. How he got money to like focus on music. Yeah, but like his name is out there now. Like you, you could right. Google him at that point. Right. Okay. This is the best because this is like so up my alley. Like the American Idol this and Voices, I would never have like known. Mm-hmm. But are you the one? Uh-huh. Is on MTV is how he won. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody to do this stuff, and then he started doing like TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. So he's like kind of like a an old school MTV like reality show with like TikTok uh-huh. mixed together, making him famous, which is what I find super cool. Yeah. Well, but he didn't like, just get, he, like, but he also got like. Uh, like his song got like TikTok famous, not just from him performing it, but like you know oh, those know. those songs that like there's People always like five or six that are like happening all the time. One was his. Yeah, stuck in the middle. Stuck in the middle with you. Nope. That, I know. That, why would you do that? Because I hate it. Yep. Myself <laughs> and, and the listener apparently. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, stuck in the middle. It was cool that he like. That was his version uh-huh. that was getting popular. But I find that so fucking weird. I love it. So the fact that it was like the MTV reality show. And then I was like, how did I not watch this yet? Mm-hmm. I didn't. So this is a triple. Like this is a four discovery for me. So a new show. Mm-hmm. But it's not a new show because it's old. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. He's in season six. I know. Oh, that's what I wrote. I couldn't read that. <laughs> By the way, I looked at your notebook to try to find the songs that we were going to listen to. And it's like like the diary of a mad woman. Like, <laughs> it's true. Like we went to the Nick Cave exhibition, which you should also go to if you're listening to this and you're a music fan. You should definitely check out the Nick Cave exhibition. It's all Ooh. summer long uh, in Captain Spectacle. Uh, it was so good. There's so much stuff. Yeah. And uh, if you look at like Nick Cave's notebooks, they are not unlike Sarah's notebook. It's terrifying. Anyway, uh, <laughs> carry on with Ty Verdes. <laughs> yeah, I literally do like have everything all it's over the, the place. Worst. It's kind of the worst. But yeah, I wrote S.6, but I didn't know that that was a dot. So that's why I was like. Season six of the show, Sarah. Yeah, I know. But I didn't know what that. That that was a dot. I, I can take a photo and put it on. Uh, no, it's fine. No one say, needs you know? to. They want to see. They no, want to see the it madness. Just be used as evidence against you. It's true. Um. <laughs> anyway, so his vibe, which I actually also like, had more of a throwback to, mm-hmm. was like kind of like he's like kind of like Cali Jack Johnsony like okay. style, which a lot of you youngins won't know. But anyway, <laughs> it's because he sometimes plays the ukulele. no but it's like also that cali sound yeah so anyways um i really liked him i listened to uh his album like on repeat Mm -hmm. which means that i actually liked him not like not like not liked him but like really liked him wow you like like liked him like you you handed him a note in class i like wrote you know everything about him uh-huh. that's all i got there's <laughs> i was gonna say there's a there's a fun you there's like a youtube video where he like answers uh questions from fans 
And one of the first questions is like, what genre would you describe yourself with? And his answer was, he was like, what the fuck is a genre, dude? I know. Who cares? And then it's like moved on to the next question. And that's, Okay, by the way, that's like all, not all, but that's another thing that's going to, hey, hey, we're going to loop back to that. Oh, okay. Are we going to listen to a track? Yeah, we're going to listen to 100 Sad Songs. Nope. We're gonna what? We're going to listen to Last Day on Earth. Oh, I wrote, that's the song that I actually wanted to listen If it was my last day on earth, if it was my last day, if it was my last day on earth, if it was my last day, if I close my eyes and the sun don't rise, would I be okay? If it was my last day on earth, if it was my last day. Okay, so we actually both songs and sarah was right 100 sad songs is a newer song than last day on earth but last day on earth has a really cool video last day on earth does have a really cool video and there's only like a a lyric video for 100 sad songs and it's also like last day on earth is like a, a more sunshine vibe and the sun is out right now while we're recording this so, 100 sad songs. Uh, you can kind of 100 guess. sad songs might be sad. <laughs> you may have guessed that it's not the happiest track. So, Keith. Uh huh. From Cali all the way to where now? Where you di- where are you taking us on our sound journey? Spoilers for me. I'm literally only going to France. Oh. Both both artists, and you don't even know which artist I picked. No, I don't. But uh, yeah, both artists I chose were from France. So. Mm. Um, factors going into me choosing, uh, these bands. Yes, they're from France, but, uh, I went on a, like a little mini, like Daft Punk dive this, oh. <laughs> this last week. Also, and especially like after, uh, I mean, like we talked about Parcels two weeks ago who like got to jam in the studio with, uh, Toma and Guiman yeah. and, uh, and whatever else. And uh, the busy people. Live peep, their bis- best life live ever. Live their best life. Uh, once they realized who they were with. <laughs> Uh, and then, um, yeah, basically the busy P just like posted the, the, the quote that he sent to Coachella back in 2006 or not the quote, but like Coachella being like, can Daft Punk please play? <laughs> and yeah. they were like, yeah, we might bring a small stage design. And that was of course like the debut of the, the Daft Punk pyramid back in 2006. Anyway, why am I talking about 2006? Tell me. Because uh, my first pick uh, that I'm going to share with you is Sebastien Léger. Oh, you threw me off. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, and Hit Girl came out in 2006, which you absolutely know Hit Girl. If you, I'm not going to play Hit Girl for you. It's obviously it's an older song. He's also very much moved away from that kind of music. Like He's much more more like Mellow House now, but that was like... Yeah, you just, you know, he progressed with the time. 2006? Yeah. was wild. Like, 2007, best year of music. If you were old <laughs> uh, and you were at any of the Montreal like Electronica... If like, you have a one... Yeah, exactly. Your birth certificate. <laughs> There's a one on your birth If it starts with a one. You were partying in 2006. You <laughs> definitely, like, must have heard Hit Girl, like, a hundred times at least. Like, DJs played it all the time. It was, like, an absolute, like, essential, like, Electro House track of that, like, era of, like... Like, when they say, like, French Touch kind of started in, like, the 90s, but then, like, sort of, like, really, I think, coalesced in, like, 2005 with, like, Ed Banger Records and just this and all that stuff, like, 2005, 2007, but yeah. Uh, so, Sebastian Leger definitely, like, landed on my radar in 2006. So, that's where I'm going full circle. Uh, he also, the last time he was in Montreal, he played at an All Day I Dream event at Ooh, Newspeak yes. in uh, January of 2020. And he actually does, like, a lot with uh, Lee Burridge and the All Day I Dream, like, crew I can stuff. see that. Yeah, it, it's and very good. much that vibe. Yeah, and I said especially now that he's kind of like mellowed out and isn't necessarily going as like electro heavy. Yeah. Um, the he also like he played at Igloo Fest in 2012 and Stereo back in like 2013 and he's he's been to Montreal like pretty frequently. Obviously, pretty great party scene. Also, uh, during the pandemic. Uh, Sarah talked about like, oh, you know those videos where people like kind of spin in the middle of nowhere? Uh, Sebastien Léger has a video and the, the group that puts out most of those videos is Cercle. 
Okay, yes, and you're right. And Sebastian Leger is the one that we watched where he's performing like right up in front of the Great Pyramids of Giza. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't remember where he was. I was like, because we watched like seven of them mm-hmm. and I don't remember who was where. I just remember like the pan panoramics and like, yeah. oh, anyway. Yeah, yes. exactly. So he like literally gets the set up right in front of the pyramids and it's just like him. That's so at, fucking at sick. Set, which is. Uh, so he's going to bring the pyramids to Oshiaga. Correct. Got it. Um, <clears throat> obviously I have a bunch of stuff that we could talk about, but I'm going to, I think, play a little music from him first. Uh, so this is like a new track. So, cause like we're to kind of get into his new vibes, uh, a little bit more. This is a track called Pampares. 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 <laughs> afternoon in the sun maybe sun setting mm-hmm. maybe even the eating evening where you have that humidity mm. that humidity yeah yeah that's summer nights baby oh. um but so, so yes that is those are that's good vibes good good this is this vibes. is where you go when you're like mm. i want to dance but like i don't want to go crazy i just want to like feel the music go there and yeah it yeah. also again but that's good, the vibe a good recommendation if you want is to check out that uh set that he did at the great pyramids of giza oh my god yes um, prep yourself you know so yeah so it, hey if you want to feel old uh um, i already did when you told me 2006 yeah so he <laughs> started uh djing when he was 14 it was 1993 which is like he started djing i was like, three no. before <laughs> most of the Artists that we've talked about on this show were born. Oh, are you? Was he? You did the the thing where you checked out like how old everyone is. Where I think he might be. The, he might be the oldest person performing at Oshia. And he's not old. He's forty three. Like he's yeah. not that old, but like he's certainly like he's in the like top five oldest performers performing at Oshiaga this year. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, so he bought himself like a, a pair of like shitty turntables and like learned how to DJ. Uh, practiced like funk and disco and house music in his room for like uh, a year and then took up a residency somewhere in France at age 15 before he could drink. Um, some of the other stuff he's like, yeah, he's like, the, he sampled the Michael Jackson track and that kind of like got him big. And he was like, and then obviously he's like, well, so I'm going out now. Like he's like, when I'm actually starting to go out and party where I can. Because he was like, I was underage when I was like residencing. And so he's like, so when I started going out, it was right as like Daft Punk and Cassius and like Bob Sinclair and all that are like coming up in like in France. That's freaking nuts. So, uh, so yeah, that, those were like his, his formative years. And his advice, mm-hmm. uh, he has pieces of advice to you if you want to get into music and DJing. Tell me. Uh, I one mean, of them, I don't. One of them is musical. to try to stand out and done yeah (laughs) and he was also just sort of like um he's like listen he's like you don't necessarily want to be like a super technical dj who's doing crazy mashups and adding nonstop layers and whatever he's like your goal should be to like keep the dance floor dancing but also to be music that like you enjoy he's like don't just play music that you know everyone else is gonna buy yeah exactly that's it yeah i get that like you need to have a blend right you gotta like make money yeah. And then you got to play shit that you also That's like. That's what you're saying. He was like, this is why I hate when you're like, oh, they sell out. No, they got to make fucking money, Keith. What? No, they sell out. But you got to make money, but you also got to be like true to yourself. Yeah. Anyway, why not a little bit of like, both? Keep the groove going. Uh, he was also like, obviously, he's like, I don't even think that he's like, when you stand out, he's like, also, he's like, you need to like put yourself out there. And he's like, try not to look like everybody. He's like, even though... It's like hard, but he's like, I'm not saying put on a helmet because he's on, like, now wait, that's wait. even been done with like yeah. Dead Mouse and Marshmallow and whatever. Hey, Keith. Hey. Don't look like basically a guy who got into music because they're really good at math. What? And they're really skinny. You might be tall. You might be short. But you all have like the same haircut. DJs. Oh. Some of them, some of them wear glasses. I thought you were talking about caribou. <laughs> oh, no. Both. All of it. Yeah. But uh, also, 
DJs. Yeah, also DJs, exactly. Except so. for Sebastian Leger. Yeah, and I mean, to also... figure it out. And, and Steve Aoki, because he has long hair. It's true. I mean, there's also... Uh, ju- I just had Mural Fest this week. I saw our old friend Vladimir Koshmar play, uh, and he stands our out... old friend. Because he's a skeleton. We talk on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Besties! We're besties. We have a rapport. As much as someone can with the skeleton man. <laughs> um, I love it. Did yeah. anyone? Br- I missed the show because I had a cold. But did anyone bring um, a vape to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh. his, for his, like, I mean, like, there was no encore uh, because, like, it's, it's the the hard stop. But like, for his essential, like, encore, like, he did like a stop and then like a salute and then like Olos started playing. Uh, and then someone just came and like latched the vape into the special vape slot in the skull mask. So for his encore, he had his vape. I love it. Which is completely insane. It's my favorite part. Anyway, his other that uh, was also a Frenchie. Yeah, also from yeah, that was a whole like evening presented by France. Uh, and the number two is to surround yourself with right people because there's millions of DJs, and if you don't know the right people uh, and you aren't surrounded by the right manager and friends, it's going to be difficult, and you need to socialize and all that shit. And if you don't want to do this, you're probably not going to get anywhere. Makes sense. So put in the work. Put in the work. Anyways, no, so no, don't just put in the work. Network. Oh, there you go. Don't don't just work. Network. Don't just put work. Put that on a t-shirt. Network. Sarah's boss bitch. Boss bitch. Anyway, Sebastian Leger, obviously, it's like, Electronica House legend. So uh, something. Sir, I could, like, I'm not entirely sure, but, like, I could easily see him, like, closing the electric stage. Like, yeah, I have no idea when he's going to play, yeah. but it, it's yeah. going to be something to I know, experience. You want it, like, summer vibes, but I was like, but there's a very good chance that he's, But like, that's why I said, summer nights. Summer like, nights exactly, when it's humid, like, you yeah. want, like, that humidity around you mm-hmm. and, like, listening to this music and you're just vibing. Just vibing. I'm uh, telling you. All right. So, moving on. You always make fun of me. I don't. Anyway, I'm, moving on, we're going to yeah. get a little bit wild okay Get wild we're going we're going to we're gonna bring our sounds to toronto with mono whales oh yeah um thought i would put that last right because you know you usually go like with a vibe of music either going up or down mm-hmm. no smack in the middle boom right in the middle mono whales right in your face you want to know why why Because they're Canada's breakthrough group Juno nominees of 2022. They're also um, unsigned. Yeah. No, they're self-managed. Self-managed. Excuse me. They are self-managed. Calm down. All right. Not Mm. unsigned. They can be signed. They Mm -hmm. choose not to be because they are self-managed. All right. I get it. So things that I found out about them that would be cool for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Al P from Mastercraft. Mm-hmm. He produced their first signal, Take It Back, in 2017. Nice. That's good. Good pedigree. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, you can hang out with Mastercraft? You're cool. You can hang with Mastercraft. <laughs> like, you can deal <laughs> with Mastercraft? <laughs> I don't know. I love so, you, Jesse. Yeah, I know. I um, Jesse. I hope you heard me. Mm-hmm. Um, other, and this is what's, with, what's really cool is they had their song featured in Spinning Out, which is a Netflix series, mm-hmm. which I, again, new discovery. Oh, but by the way, Mono Whales are the band that I always forget that I forget that I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then another discovery is that show. Haven't watched it yet, but I will because I actually want to see how do they use their music because I find it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, their music's like alt-rock. They're a three-piecer. We got... Sally Shar, lead vocals. Cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. They got Zach Zanardo. Jordan. Oh, wait. He's on guitar, by the way. That's why his name is ZZ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Jordan Chris blah, 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 on drums. I wrote it scrappy, so I can't read it. But anyway. Jordan Sarcosta. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The reason why I said all these na- names is because there's three people, okay? Mm-hmm. Three-piece band. Yep. Nine Inch Nails is a song, uh, sorry, is a band that they covered in 2012, 2021. And you always bring the songs of things that you think that they're going to play at the the show. Listen I up. think that they're going to play 
the hand that feeds you because they've been doing it on their 2021 tour before mm-hmm. it got canceled. Well, not canceled, but like shortened. Yeah. Because, you know, COVID. I can also confirm <coughs> that they played a show recently and played it. Oh, fuck off. Sorry. <laughs> I was so excited to like be like, hey, guys, Scoop, I got it. Trying to scoop teeth. He's like, three, three, three. The hand that feeds you. Uh-huh. 2021 tour. 2022. 2021 tour. Yes. It's a cover gonna, of the Nine Inch Nails. They're going to bring it. They're bringing uh, it back. They also, there's a, um, they, they, they did a thing with CBC <laughs> where they gave book recommendations. Oh, yeah. I didn't click on that. Because you were like, I don't, I read. don't read books. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. literally, I literally was like, I keep seeing it. It's like the top hit. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll let Keith, Keith always does research. Yeah. He'll should try to fill in my, my nonsense. Anyway. So Keith, one of the picks, one of the picks, what's the pick? What's so, the pick? uh, Sally Shar, yeah. of Mono Wales picked a graphic novel for cool. her, like her book recommendation. And? She picked uh, Wendy by Walter Scott. So, uh, are you yeah. going to read it now? I might. Um, also, uh, Jordan Sarcosta picked soul mining by Daniel Lenoir. Which is um, like Daniel Lenoir is like a music producer, and this is his like his autobiography. So he went from oh, like that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, might so read that kind of book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went into like from like relatively like obscuring as a producer into like working with like Brian Eno and like Bob Dylan and the Neville yeah. Brothers and everything. So like really went up. And then uh, Zach Zanardo kind of went classic and picked Slaughterhouse Five by Kurt Vonnegut. You know what I think? Uh-huh. I think he reads the way that I read. Which is, you don't really read, but you read Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I love Kurt Vonnegut. It's so like, anyway, whatever. So, anything else you want to talk about, Keith? Because um, no. I want to rock out to rock out? New Threads. All right, I'm ready. Let's do it. Another full circle moment, Sarah, because Mono Wales was singing about new threads and you need to buy your Oshiaga outfit. Oh, I'm going to get new shoes if Adam Vieira, I hope you're listening to this, oh, wow. gets me my freaking shoes that I sent you. Please. What? This is We're doing a combined order because, oh. you know, shipping. <laughs> By the way, Adam, see how Sarah uh, says your name on a podcast and you didn't when you were on a podcast? You didn't give credit to Sarah? Yeah, just saying. Sarah's a pro. Uh, closing thoughts on Monowail, Sarah? Uh, just excited. I really like their new album also, Daytona Beach 2020. Daytona re- Bleach. Yeah, Daytona Bleach. What? Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Daytona. Daytona. Bleach. Bleach. Daytona Bleach. <laughs> 2021 uh, is when it was released mm-hmm. and i liked it yeah it's great i wrote actually down an album that's yeah. that's you know i like it i'm gonna get this one on vinyl if they have it there mm-hmm. um know. what are you staying staying in france france stop saying it that way it's like the most annoying thing i've ever heard i'm the queen of france there that's better um polo and you're Penn. so cute uh, Polo and Pan, we might have heard about when they had the, their their big breakout track like a year ago. Uh, Anna Cooney was like, that was like their big track. We've listened to them for a while. I know. That's why I was like, what? But like Anna Cooney was like very, very big. Um, they got together uh, when they, they both used to perform at a bar in Paris called Le Baron. Okay. Uh, and they were like they were performing there individually, and then they uh, they and met. And then they met, and they're like, "Wow, I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you." And then they're like, "I like what you do with music." Yep. And then they're like, "Hey, you want to hang out in my apartment and make music? Cool." Sarah just gave us the origin story of Polo. And, and then they were like, "Let's make, let's make, let's drink absinthe." Let's drink absinthe and make music and yeah so that was off the uh i'm not wrong yeah. this is actually their origin story i googled it and everything i spoke to them oh yeah i met them i actually followed them you called um, them up yeah um 
So yeah, so they brought out their. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I was like, this is nonsense. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, they brought out Cyclorama in 2021, which like again, like I said, we, as we discussed with Sebastian Leger and we did talked about the Ed Banger records and all that stuff. Sarah and I have always been into like French music quite a bit. Uh, so like Polo and Pam was maybe on our. Uh, radar earlier than 2021 yeah like we were having a really hard time like saying who was gonna do polo and pan yeah um so one thing that's really interesting um about them and like their creative process is i'm trying to say they're like the right names so paul armand de lille is polo Cor or polo mm-hmm. and alexandre uh, grinspan is peter pan or pan so polo was talking about um, <clears throat> how he describes words as like sunny or like solar or words describes songs as like sunny or like solar or like dark and like moonlit and oh my god how are we not best friends yeah and he's so he's like Keith. He's, he's like Keith he, look yeah. at me look at me how are we not best I friends? I know this is why I took this down. So he's like, it's not just he's like, it's just the words I use. He's like, I don't even. He's like, it's not like a French thing or anything. He's like, you've got a solar song like Annie Cooney, then you've got a tunnel which is like a night song, and it's obvious that a song like the one that we're gonna listen to, Requiem, is a night song, uh, and then there's like a song like Les Jolies Shows is sun. So he's like, um, <clears throat> what's crazy about that doubly is he literally refers to the people that do all the visuals as like the second duo of like Polo and Pan. So uh, they don't do like, they don't have any creative say or like they do the creative say and then they, the people well, that they work they, with they are work, always the same it's, people. They work with, exactly. They work with the same people all That's the time. That's fucking sick. So it's like, it's not like that they have no, like they work with Polo and Pan. It's uh, Noemi first and uh, Benjamin Moreau, uh, who also, they did also both used to DJ. Uh, and I was gonna say that like they both used to DJ and then they met um, at a house party where everyone probably. was doing absinthe. And they were drinking, smoking that's cigarettes, basically, and drinking. That's basically me in Paris. Yeah, so they've been <laughs> there. So, like they've been, and so they like they got together like right at the beginning. So if you ever look at like all of the like visualizers Visual arts, on yeah. uh, like the visual videos that they put up on uh, on YouTube or even the album art, there's I was like a very say, the like, art is also like, there's always exactly like a very like same. not the like, same. I mean like, style. So he's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, he thinks that it's like very ambitious. Uh, and he's like, he's like, it's kind of like, he's like, this thing was not necessarily, uh, that sort of thing was not unheard of in like the nineties, but he's like, there's no more budget for it anymore. So he's like, we're just like lucky that we have two artists that kind of want to like stick with us as our like, almost like personal, I'm sure they do other projects, but yeah. like as our like personal artists so that there's like a, a continuity. That's fucking It's almost amazing. like low key gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but like, it's weird. Cause it's true. Like, if you think about it, like mm-hmm. as you're growing as an artist, whether musically or creatively with mm-hmm. like multimedia or whatever, you would think that you, if you collaborated really well, you would want to kind of like in, in your style continues to be in the same path. That yeah. You would want to continue to work together. Yeah. Cause like, it's like having, it's kind of like stupid, but it's like your voice. It's your look. Mm-hmm. It's your image. Yeah. Like, they get it, you get it, and it's and it's like this perfect. Like you could literally see like symmetry. a video on silent and be like, oh, that's a polo and pen yeah. video. Like well, of of the animation stuff. Obviously, yeah, they yeah, have yeah, other yeah. other video types, but like all the animation stuff that they do is uh, has like a really distinct style to it, and so does all the. Like, so the crazy! I did not know that they worked together like forever. I thought they were yeah. just like were very specific, and they're like, no, no, it's like it's the same. Go uh, the back same, and make it more like with this. Creatively, the whole time. I want to be able to look like this. Is what they actually say. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Um, so we're not listening to one of their v- the visual animations. Uh, we're going to watch uh, the video for a song called Requiem, which does have some a story and stuff on its own. But we're going to watch the video, and then I'll tell you a little bit about the video. I'm excited. All right. <laughs> like a rich guy i guess just sort of like checking the final details of his funeral yeah 
pretty I much. Think so. He's like double checks the painting of himself, the music, the, music, the organist. Yeah. The uh, the support from I don't know Polo the Matro um, Matro D. Wow, the Matro D. Yeah, it's like his Matro D and his head made or whatever else like that. So yeah, so um, incidentally, the so the guy who plays it, it's a uh, Thibaut de Montalembert plays the Monsieur, mm-hmm. who uh, it's apparently a um, uh, big deal in French acting. Um, and it was filmed in the home of French organist Marcel Dupré because if you see in the video, there's like a giant ass organ or in there. If you use your ears, you'll hear a brief. I mean, maybe not on the clip that we just played, but there is a, a an organ, an, like an actual organ, in the in the song. And you n- if you know real organs, they're like the size of buildings. So it's like the guy like bought a church and like converted it into his home so he could have a giant ass organ because that's, that's like the easier way to have a giant ass organ <laughs> than to like build a house around it <laughs> or like <laughs> just buy a building that already has a giant organ and have the organ like restored yeah or like uh, can you just uh take apart that organ from that church please and put it in yeah. my living church room? size house i guess <laughs> but yeah no that it's really cool the video is the frenchest of french things that i've ever seen mm-hmm. i loved it it was anyway. beautiful it was great uh, so yeah, Poland Pan is going to be more chill summertime vibes. This is chill summertime vibes podcast episode. I mean, is it? Mostly. All right. Mo- listen, mostly. Like, it, it, this is all, like, this is all music you could play at the beach. Yeah, absolutely. Or, like I said, pool party, mm-hmm. park hangs, roof hangs. For the episode image for this episode, uh, it's actually uh, a picture that we took of a girl hanging upside down on a monkey bar. Cool. That's so. That's the. I episode don't remember image. that. Well, you took it. Yeah, I don't remember. It was. Uh, it was last year, aka 2019. <laughs> that's why I can't remember yeah, anything. I know it's like three years ago. <laughs> uh, who's next, Sarah? Bring us home. So this is another discovery for me because mm-hmm. I've heard the name. You've mm-hmm. probably heard the name. Your friend of a friend heard a name, but. <laughs> I didn't know who this was, but Wiz the MC, mm-hmm. super into him. Um, let's loop it back to what we said earlier. Like, oh, what genre are you? They're like, I just play, you know, like, just do what I want. I play what I feel. Play what, play what's up for me. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. making all these words up. Yeah, but like, come on, Sarah. I said, bring it home, not ramble on. I'm rambling and rambling. Um, so I'm going to classify it. Okay. It's a little pop rap. Pop rap. Yeah. Pop rap. I guess. I don't know. I don't know really how to classify it, but anyway, so I didn't get his name cause I am that professional, but I got a lot about his background and I thought it was really fun. So was the MCs from South Africa, mm-hmm. but like not really cause he was just really born there. And then he immigrated to Germany. Actually, Frank, uh, was it Frankfurt? Uh, I don't know. Not Frankfurt. We played, um, uh, what's that called? Trivia. A plus material. And it was the, the country. What did we say? That's the. We did move to Germany and this was not Germany. You were thinking of another country. Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Luxembourg's a country, not a... Not I know. A I'm pretty sure he's from Luxembourg, I mean, but someone wrote Luxembourg, Germany in one of the articles. I'm like, that's wrong. Luxembourg is in Germany. I mean, it's not in Germany. It's its own thing. It's its own capital. Yeah. So Lux- anyway... Luxembourg is its own country. But I wrote Germany, and I feel like that's wrong. So I'm going to say it's Luxembourg because I'm pretty confident on that. And then he moved to Canada, Ontario to pursue his music career. Mm-hmm. But what was super <laughs> fun... Canada, Ontario. He moved to Toronto. Yeah, I know. I thought I said Toronto. No, you just said Canada, Ontario. I'm doing great. Yep. I'm really doing nervous. Doing good. We're all, we're all with you. Yeah. Anyway, so what I really found cool about, like, him and, like, how he was, like, you know making his music career and shit like that. He was throwing parties called uh, No Homes mm-hmm. uh, with his brother. And they would basically like just have all their friends hang out because like there's nothing really to do. And, and he was like, I want to play music. Um, 
but yeah, he he self-taught. He learned how to play guitar on YouTube. Um, he also in Toronto moved into a theater house mm-hmm. on like his. He tried to look for a place to live, and like this old dude like invited him to live where, with him, and he's like, mm, "That sounds sketchy." Okay. There's one thing that I learned is to never move in with a stranger mm-hmm. or an older stranger. He ends up moving into that place anyways because mm-hmm. he couldn't find anywhere else to live. Um, so I found out like super fun and. Okay, so, and he got help from his, um, sorry, and I think it was the same, because this is a while ago that we looked at it, now I should have re-looked it up, but I'm pretty sure it was the same guy who, like, became his manager, or he met his manager on the first day, or he met his manager in the house, mm-hmm. Jacob Walker. Okay. Um, And, like, Jacob Walker's like, hey, you know how you're going to blow up? Go on Spotify. Mm-hmm. If you don't go on there, it's not going to happen. Right. So his, his manager, like we were talking about, surround yourself with like people oh. who are good for you, your managers, whatever. His manager really helped him kick off. He also won like a, a rap contest in, in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like Spotify is really where he blew up. And Do you know now, why he moved to Toronto? To make music. But not just to make music. Um, because he wanted to like correct his accent because he thought that English rapping in a German accent sounded weird. So he wanted to like move to North America to like modify his accents. No way. That's weird to go to Toronto though. I mean, it's got a pretty English accent. It's also probably cheaper than anywhere else in North in like, I mean, not more expensive than Montreal. (laughs) Yeah. But you wouldn't have correcting your your english accent here fair enough (laughs) that wouldn't have been great for it but yeah um what i also find really cool about uh wizzy mc is that he's like really into tech and like new technologies and like using that to like like benefit him and like Mm -hmm. he's going to school and stuff to figure out how to use nfts or learning i don't think he's going to school Mm -hmm. considering he's self-taught um why would he go to school now um but anyway he has you a you never uh, go, yeah. it's never too late to go back to school and, and fine-tune your your craft that's true i do that all the time mm-hmm. that's why i'm such a professional at this podcast yep. yeah she's been to podcasting school um but yeah he he set up a new label called Wiz because he was like i want to do it myself and i'm going to try to like use nfts in the future to like build my brand and like and for my music and stuff like that. So he's really into using technology to mm-hmm. its advantage and understanding like how important it is to adapt to that. So I thought it was also really cool that like I never really hear about artists being like, yeah, I'm going to try to use NFTs to build my brand, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as an artist, mm-hmm. um, a music artist on top of that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Want to listen to a song? Yeah, I hold on because I think I wrote something and I would like us to confirm this before and after. I mean, after. The but song? I wrote, well, so you could look it up during the song. I could. Because I wrote a new song on Les Insta. On, oh, now I know. He also, this is the technology part. I just reread what I wrote. Okay. So this is the other technology part. Every Sunday, he would post a new song. Mm-hmm. As he was starting out, and um, and that was like part of that whole using technology like and the building your brand, and building stuff. your brand, like making that hype. He's like, if I put everything out, and then it would go on Spotify. Yeah, and like he's like, if I put everything out at once, that I have no build up, I have nothing left to give. It takes you for a lifetime to come up with your first album, mm-hmm. and it takes you like, and then you have like you know whatever a year or two years to make whatever mm-hmm. another album but anyway i thought it was really cool and he really interests me and i really like this music but i heard about like wiz the mc and i was always like that sounds like nothing i'm gonna like so we're gonna listen to premature love mm-hmm. or watch listen well we're gonna watch the listener we'll listen yeah premature love but i got nothing done because it's you that's on my mind if i'm honest i Wanna call you mine Only been a week But I am sure it's I Yeah, love Why would we wait for anybody? 
wound up. Premature love? Oh, my God. Come on. Like, we always talk about this. Like, you're like, oh, my God. And then you, like, you meet someone at, like, a show. It's true. And then you we start, did. If like, you listen to our show last year in 2019, uh, we talked about, like, great songs to, like, meet up with an Oceaga fling. Who maybe it becomes more. Maybe it doesn't. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter because it's a, it's a long weekend of music, good times, great vibes. And you know what? It's summer love. It's summer love. Um, so, spoilers. Oh, not no. spoilers. Not spoilers. Not spoilers. Um, there's actually, I, sa- I said spoilers because of the quote that I was reading. Um, uh, Wiz actually has like a couple songs that came out just a couple days ago. Ugh, but they I'm didn't already have, late. But they didn't have music videos for them. See, this is and what happens I, when you do a podcast. No, but listen you know? up. But listen up. Listening. The other reason why I editorialized a little bit and grabbed this song, because Sarah didn't actually write the Wiz song. But this song. is the one that yeah, I, I wanted. Know, but R- R- Sarah didn't write it down. Is uh, if you go on to readdork.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is real. This is 100% real. Um, on uh, Wiz actually gives, like, a little explanation <laughs> of every single track on Where Silence Feels Good which is the album that this is off of. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked it. So we could actually get Wiz's input on Premature Love because he obviously hasn't done that for the new songs. True. So if you go on to Read Dork and look up Wiz the MC, you'll be able to see his like little, like he writes like literally like a paragraph of like where his mind is on every track of the he album. Does. So, um, so Premature like Love to to is one of the songs where I live the situation and just put it on paper. I often reflect in my music or make up a fantasy world, but this one just came right out of experience. I just had started seeing this girl, and every date we had felt so special, so much so that by the third date, I was pretty sure it was going to work out. <laughs> the song pretty much describes that premature confidence I oftentimes have in relationships. Spoiler alert, it did not work out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay, you know? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I mean, it worked out for us. So. Yeah. And if you listen to a lot of Wiz DMC tracks, uh, I, I mean, I feel that the 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 kid falls in love a lot. He does. <laughs> like if all of his songs are like. No, but a lot of it is fantasy, you know. Fantasy sure. Songs. But I mean, if, I I read that article on on Reed Dork and. I know. Uh, it's a lot of like fell in love with this girl and my heart got broken <laughs> just like again and again and again. Listen, he's super cute. He also does talk a lot about um, having sometimes a little bit like a Jacob Banks kind of situation of having like a visual element in mind, like as the song sort of comes together. Like he, one of the other tracks he talked about, like he's like, it's very much like the song that like formed in my brain while like driving down like Dundas in Toronto at like one o'clock in the morning. And he was oh like, oh my God, that's so fun. That's the like. See, I wish I was artistic like that. You're not. I know. <laughs> um, so I yeah. admired that, though, yeah, a I lot. Know. I agree. Anyway, I think he's so interesting. Like, you know, I don't. Yeah. Know, I, I didn't write his name, though. Where's the MC? I don't know. Maybe he's not. I don't think maybe I Maybe he's find not it. known I don't, by... Yeah, I think I didn't write it down because I couldn't find it. I think he's just like, you know, he wants to be him with the MC. Mm-hmm. And that's his brand, and yep. that's fine. And if, like, anyone is like, oh, this is their name, and then they're like, no. I'm with the MC, mm-hmm. and that makes sense based on everything else that I know about him now. Because right. we are best friends. <laughs> Yo, Wiz, hit us up. Sarah wants to talk to you about dreaming in cars, cars and music. I and love stuff. doing that. And you guys can hang out with Polo and Pan, who like describe their music as like sunny, yeah, or like nighttime. Like this is a nighttime song. See, you you, you make me stop doing that, and now. I literally have made you playlists called, like, Day Mix and Night Mix. No, I know. But then when I'm like, oh, this song is, like, you know, like, when you look on a summer day and, like, the leaf is, like, blowing. Anyway. Anyway, this song makes me feel, like, really cute and lovey-dovey. And I look at you and I'm like, oh, that's the way you make me feel. Mm -hmm. But it's true. Like, you know, it's cute. All right. So this was Oceaga Saturday wrapped up. There's so many more other bands. There's so many other bands. Saturdays, like I said, Saturdays is one of the, the, the best days I've seen in a really, really long time. Uh, we have two more episodes left for you. Maybe two and a half. I have like an idea for like a half episode that we might do like We're right. we do bonus features. Maybe. Like and subscribe. 
<laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> Join the Patreon. No, so I, I have an idea for like a half episode that we might do right after we get back from our road trip. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But there's definitely two episodes left. Yeah. Um, so for the world of Oceaga, our, our road trip is one week before. Yeah, we we get back from the road trip on the Thursday and then go to Oceaga on the oh, Friday. Oh, fuck. How are we going to do that? It'll be fine. We might do it on the road trip. Ooh. Anyway. Road trip cast. Exactly. Car cast. Oh, my God. That would be so fun. Um, While I drive, you just ask me questions. Yep. So... <laughs> headliners on sunday the next episode so these are the bands we are not talking about which by the way i had to cross out like 17 names because i didn't know that they're dua lipa machine gun kelly glass animals idols and damso yeah i put glass 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 idols glass animals and idols are two different bands idols and glass animals of the headliners of the two which i didn't know and i was like why I mean, obviously, it's a, they're amazing, but... Why anyway. are they headliners? Because they're very big, popular bands. I know, but that's how, like, oblivious I am. Listen up. Uh, if you want to, like, put in your homework for Idols, even though we're not going to talk about Idols on the next episode, uh, like, listening to Idols, having been watching uh, Pistol, like, the Sex Pistols miniseries, at the same time is, uh, is pretty pretty A-plus watching listening experience yeah we have a lot of recommendations of things to watch so if you're you know when you finish <laughs> listening to us you, you want, if you like what we stuff. listen to maybe you'll like what we watch or spin-off we, show what we're watching or what we're not watching that we recommend through the music see you at Oshiaga, 38 Love days you. away Hey there. Thanks for listening. Obviously, if you enjoyed the show, uh, tell your friends about it. Talk to us. You can, wherever you saw the show, feel free to engage with us. We're both very friendly. I uh, promise you. Uh, just to let you know that all audio clips are copyrighted to their respective owners and used solely with the intention of promoting Oshiaga. Uh, the intro song that we use, or intro and or outro song, is uh, Paradise Engineering, uh, instrumental version by Yacht, and is licensed under a attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 3.0 United States license. Um, just so you know, if you do enjoy the show and like our vibe, uh, we do run a website called 9to5.cc where we have a bunch of other podcasts on the show. We have Go Plug Yourself, where we talk to interesting Montrealers, and we have 9ES, which is more of a pop culture show. So if that either of those two things seem like your vibe, uh, go check out 9to5.cc. Um, otherwise, can't wait to see you at Oshiaga. Bye. 9to5.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics, made in Montreal since 2011.